Fumi is back for the next Hack City Comedy. Both he and yours truly, that's Mike Nguyen, are doing our half-hour-long sets. Can we do it? Come find out. It's happening August 12th, 7.30 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Tickets available in the episode description at asiannotasianpod.com or just Google Hack City Comedy. See you there. And look at these white kids who, like, knew a 10 at yeah. 8, made their own puppets, practiced, did shows, and their parents were like, yes, let us buy yes, you scraps puppets, of fabric yes. and set up we're a camera send you to for Italy. you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, you know, they've known what they wanted to do forever, and I see these, like, 20-year-old kids, and I'm like, I'm at the level that they are. And then it's yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that hierarchical thing that happens with Asian people where you're like, you go to this school, you start yeah. off at yeah. this yeah. job, and at this age, you should be at this level already. Yeah, totally. And so I, I've had such like an insecurity complex about like, I'm not where I should be right now, mm-hmm. you know? Not that that should matter because we're here now, you yeah. know? But, you know, it's like something you kind of have to like battle against. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Asian Not Asian podcast. The, uh, the podcast, the only podcast, I think, uh, with a great blend of smarts mm-hmm. and funnies and some heartful, heartfelt stuff. Wow. This is a different intro. <laughs> and jerk-off jokes. All of them, all yes. in uh, equal measure. So um, my, I am your host, Mike Nguyen. I'm Jenny Arimoto. I, for a second, forgot my name. <laughs> And so I'm glad that I saved it. Uh, yeah, today is uh, July uh, 9th. Um, I'm, I think the order for this will be a little bit strange, but it'll be fun. Uh, very quickly, if you hear a weird whistling sound or squeaking sound, that is the AC running. I cannot turn it off. We will suffocate. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I will try to minimize that. Uh, we will do that in post. But uh, yeah, this is, is a beautiful day in New York City. Uh, very quickly, if you're listening to uh, the podcast on um, on your iPhone, take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod, tag uh, us on, on you know individually too, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, leave us a review uh, if you're uh, listening to this on the Apple Podcast app. If you are on Spotify, you can always hit follow to always be up to date on the latest episodes and if you're watching us on youtube hi youtube um you know hit like uh give us a give us a little comment um you know tell us tell us uh how do you prefer your coffee i love that you know so what do you, you know what i'm saying you i yeah. feel you change your coffee no i don't yes you do no every order is just i always say the sweetest <laughs> version of whatever that is uh because sometimes you like lattes Yes, but I put whatever it is. It just needs to be milk and sugar. Okay. Yeah. So anything that's like a dessert. Okay. What is your order if we go to like let's say we go to Starbucks? What's your order? Oh, like a frappuccino. Okay, that's pretty simple. But yeah. it's not like frappuccino with like extra whipped cream on no. top. With yeah, I can't remember what the ver- possible variations are, and I get really anxious when I like have to order something. So I just yes. do it whatever's on the menu that yes. looks the sweetest. That's very nice of you. Yeah, that's a very Jenny Aramoto <laughs> way to order coffee. And yeah. we'll have exactly exactly what. When, the sometimes s- when they're like, "What milk do you want?" I get really nervous because what if they don't have. The, the kind milk of milk that I yeah. want. Oh, so yeah. I just go regular and then I see whatever they take out. Can I say something? This is very uh, stupid woke of me. I don't, I always go, oh, I'll take like, yeah, regular or whatever milk. Regular milk, I'll say that, but I'm like, what do, does that mean those other milks aren't regular? 
Yeah, you're Don't like, am I shaming those other oat milks, milk? Yeah. dude? You know what? Oat milk is regular now in 2022. It That's is. regular. That's what I'm saying. So what if I say regular and the guy's like, oh, hell yeah, dude, oat milk, bruh? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got oat milk. Ah, oh, because I don't like oat milk. I'm one of oh, the few don't? people. Oh, you don't? It's too, it has too much of itself. Does, you know? No. It's too oat milk. It's like, you it's know? It's too oaty? It's too, like, oh, there's now it tastes like oat milk. You know? I've never been so offended in my life. <laughs> See? <laughs> and I've been yelled at on the streets for racism, and this is still offending this me is more. It. This is the, the oat milk debate is the one that's going to rip this podcast apart. <laughs> Don't other my oat milk. Um, yeah, so tell us how, what kind of, what kind of, what kind of, how do you like your coffee? Uh, and, um, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. We like to start, we're going to start the podcast uh, with just asking our, uh, each other our, our favorite question. Uh, Jenny, what kind of Asian were you this week? I was an AOC Asian. Uh oh, that sounds up? that sounds more valiant than what it actually was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what's going on? Okay, so basically, um, AOC, I love her. Like, I think that in the past couple of weeks, when things have been very bleak and very bad, yeah, um, she has kind of been the maybe only person who has made me feel somewhat hopeful because i think it's very easy to fall into a place of helplessness when yes, yes. bad things happen sure but anyways so she had this like post where she wrote this like beautiful story or beautiful thing about like not losing hope that like change happens at the community level and so i downloaded it and i was like reading it oh. since basically the supreme court like um roe v wade overturn yeah. stuff happened so i had it on my phone and then i don't post on instagram a lot because i get very anxious but i decided i'm gonna post this infographic because it helped me feel more hope and like feel also a sense of responsibility to be like a good person in the community yeah so i like did a series of whatever like comedy videos and then put that just last yeah without yeah. really much explanation and i tagged her um well we're mutuals on instagram because what? i had i had kind of gotten a video that got some attention last summer and i think she followed me during the storm of the, i don't i don't know because it happened so quickly but someone had texted me and said i think aoc follows Whoa. you and i freaked out but i've done nothing with it because my cons my number one concern is having her unfollow me yes everything i do is to make sure aoc continues to follow me absolutely and so um but you know when you tag someone on instagram now it becomes a dm it, it didn't used to be like that, but it's no longer just a notification. It's like a message. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. it'll be like one unread message. And yeah. then you can see if someone opened it. Yes. Well, I did that. I posted that not thinking. And I saw like, oh, no, my friends who were tagged in the videos, whatever. And then at the bottom, I see AOC. <gasps> and then 20 minutes later, it was like scene. Whoa. And I was like, no, I'm taking up AOC's time. She's so busy. <laughs> she should be changing the world. You're not <laughs> looking at my dumb videos. And so I was like, no. And then she liked <gasps> the post Whoa. which is like the first post she's liked that i've posted since like the follow happened and i literally was like ah, like ah, and then I, in my head i'm like i hope she didn't watch all the videos some of them were weaker than the others <laughs> like than others. <laughs> she, she, she dms you that she's just like yeah, yeah one of these some of these were a little weak yeah i didn't really relate to the smart co smart comedy videos a little dumb for me you know like <laughs> that wasn't really my yeah, taste some of your editing i thought were you know their editing choices weren't what i would have <laughs> yeah. done yeah the cuts are too quick i can really get a grasp on what the game of the scene was you know this reminds me of when i wrote a brief that uh, went up to the uh, House of Representatives. Yeah, you know, you should take a lesson from that. Yeah. <laughs> you, so that was um, my week. That's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, I like, yeah, you, you took uh, time away from yeah. her valuable I know, I effort. took probably like three to five minutes at most, maybe 30 seconds yeah. to five minutes she, you, of her you, time. You affected her social justice agenda and 
that I think we can relate that directly to a one degree Celsius <laughs> increase right. in climate temperature. Yeah, because of what you've done. It's a butterfly effect stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, that's um, that's amazing. I think that's that's great. Do you have any other famous people who follow you? Um, Do you know? She's for hands down the most famous person that follows me. That's pretty good. Um, a lot of culinary people follow me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah. I don't. I think it's because the video I made was making fun of white people appropriating rice. So now mm. I like don't usually make content about food, but I do have like weirdly a lot of food people following me, and I'm like, that's cool. I'm not. I don't post any food content or food jokes. Food is is. Uh, I feel it's such a good space, especially if you want to do Asiany stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. I do think that it, naturally Asian people like that content. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's, it's so accessible. Food. Yeah, it's about, yeah, it's about food. That's great. Um, that's All right, amazing. Mike, what type of Asian were you this week? I was a spirited Asian this week because the last couple of weeks, I mean, kind of bummed. I was just, uh, I was just like, I, I took, I took a little time away from doing stand up. I mean, mm -hmm. like a week. Yeah. <laughs> and what did I even do? Oh, I, I like, I went, I like left the, uh, I went out, I went out of town for the fourth and I was just hanging out and it was good. I was just like kind of too in my head with a lot of stuff like, you know, comedy and the podcast. Yeah. Just like other things too, like work and everything like that. So I got to step away, but, um, and I hadn't done comedy in a while. And then I did, I did an open mic. I haven't done an open oh, mic. Oh, wow. I haven't done an open mic. Uh-huh. Uh, in years, I used to do pandemic Zoom open mics. Uh huh. Um, and then one time I, d I did one, and it was like I kind of like got ambushed into doing one of those Instagram live things. Yeah. And it was I swear the host was um, calling in from his murder basement <laughs> because it was so it was terrifying. I was like, I will never do this ever again. Yeah. So I just stopped doing open mics. Did an open mic. It was it was cool. It was nice to get out and just like. Just be funny, just like or try to be funny. I wasn't that funny, uh, but then yesterday <laughs> we had Hack City, yes, which was um, which was awesome. Yeah, uh, the last two were also good, right? But just a little bit. I think people have been a little bit more cautious with yeah. you know variants happening. I think people were also out of town you know and can i just say this yes when there's a majority asian audience which love the asian audiences but everyone sometimes laughs so quietly yes and yesterday was yes. a little bit more of a fuller crowd and a mixed crowd yes it was a fuller crowd it was a little bit more of a mixed crowd it was a little rowdy, rowdy. a little rowdier yeah i think you know fumi and i have used to have like the long conversations like this and i would love to hear your opinion about it too because i Sometimes he would argue that Asian people don't know how to act at a comedy show. Yeah, which it's not they're not having fun. It's just that at a comedy show, it's like the appropriate response is almost to to be so loud to be rude. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying. There's like a fine line, and you need to get right up to that line yeah. and provide like a lot of sound exactly to validate the performance. Exactly. Yeah. That's why if you go to a quote unquote urban room, yeah, those can be like crazy shows because if you make somebody laugh there, they like start running around in circles, <laughs> and you're like, that's amazing, right? But like I, I I've done like Asian AF a bunch, mm -hmm. right? Usually a great show. But there, but it's a little bit more like a piano recital. Well, that's what I was saying. A lot, so I, I hosted Asian AF two weeks ago, yeah. and I was watching all the acts from the back. And first of all, all the Asian people sat so far back, so far away, and all the people in the front were white. Mm. Not all of them, but like yeah. the, the front is more white and the back was more Asian. And I was yeah, like, like, "What is this?" Yeah. yeah. And then I was watching the table of Asian people laugh, and they kept covering their mouths, laughing. Yes, I exactly. It, I was, they went <laughs> exactly. And I almost went. I was like, "Hi, thank you so much for coming. If you could just." 
not cover your mouth when yeah. you laugh. Yes. It would really help yes. all of us out. Like, yes. like let it be known that things are funny. Right. <laughs> I don't think they're they don't they're not trying to they're not not, not having fun. They're having right. fun. They're having fun. You can tell. You can look in their eyes right. and you can see they're having fun, but they're just like they're used to it's like, oh, if I'm having fun, I guess gotta take it easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh and, and I gotta be respectful. I gotta listen to the jokes. They're yeah. like, they're really paying attention. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they're paying the shit out of the attention, right? You know. But don't worry, there's not a quiz at the end. Okay, <laughs> don't worry. Just just go nuts. If I, if I say something hilarious, just be like ah, yeah, you know, yeah, that was great. We should start pin like miking all the Asian people just <laughs> to like bring their laughs up to the the same as like the other people in the room. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's <laughs> uh, so we had the show yesterday and it was real good. It was a lot of fun. So um, fun. I did some stupid stuff. Uh, I, I, and, and um, next next month, this is uh, August twelfth. The Hack City will uh, it'll be me and Fumi. Fumi will be back for Hack City next month, August twelfth, and we're doing half hours each. So we're doing thirty and thirty, and we'll probably have like another act or something in there also. Um, but I'm like, oh, I gotta like write jokes to fill thirty yeah. minutes, and it it just felt good to just focus on the craft again mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. just to like okay this is what this is about and you know the stress of having to do like a 30 minute set or something like that i welcome that yeah because that's what i got into this for i right. didn't get into this so i could like be you know all up in my fucking instagram insights i fucking yeah. hate that don't word. ever look at it <laughs> i've never once looked at it because oh. it makes the one time i did it the, ins the insights made me feel so horrible about oh, myself it's so bad and i'm sorry i you know we're we're doing this so we never have to use that word insights okay <laughs> i don't want to ever look at a graph yeah i don't about, about data you analytics know? you don't want to do oh, that. Fuck that you just okay. want to make jokes make jokes maybe jokes about data analytics that's yeah. the gold mine right there <laughs> uh but i want to talk uh to our guest today um about insights and <laughs> and data and data <laughs> and this is you know this 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 our guest is very data driven because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know this person you're gonna you're gonna recognize this person from all these ted talks about data <laughs> analytics and it's gonna be great and and if <laughs> that's how i'm gonna set up do you want to you want to you want to bring her up um yeah our guest um is a performer puppeteer behind Jiang on Sesame Street um and also kind of has been on a press tour I feel like I've seen like a lot of your clips just like around um and yeah she's very funny so far from from like the setting up so I'm excited to like talk about I say raunchy things I think we should get into I it I say raunchy insights <laughs> Welcome to the pod, Kathy Kim. Woo -hoo! Woo -hoo! Hi, everybody. Wait, I've had to cough. <clears throat> I've had like I've had like a like a gunky in my throat, <laughs> listening to you guys and, and trying not to laugh. So I had to get that out. Like for a second, when you were like, "Oh, data driven," I'm like, "I know Kathy Kim's a really common Korean name. Maybe <laughs> they think they have the wrong one." But anyway, yeah. hi, I'm Hello. so happy to be here with you guys. So you guys are hilarious. Well, thank you for very much. Uh, we've only spoken. I've only met you. For, let's see here look like about 30 minutes but mm. you're very nice and funny so yeah, far so, oh i thank yeah. you very much yeah <laughs> i i don't know what i thought i was i don't yeah, know what, what i you thought expecting? yeah what were you expecting <laughs> i don't know what, I, do, what do people expect when they're like i'm gonna meet a puppeteer today i think i thought for some reason that you would be really young i thought i thought <laughs> <laughs> How do you know I'm not? <laughs> what, the, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, I felt. Do I not look sixteen to you? <laughs> you do look sixteen. No. 
<laughs> but I thought for some reason you were going to be like, I just got out of co- puppeteering college. Oh, <laughs> no, I had, like a, I had a weird journey. This is like a like a third quarter shift up in my career. This is <laughs> That's I, awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that actually brings us to our first little thing we like to do. Ah, yes, yes. Okay, which is a fun uh, minute to win it, which is you oh. can talk about yourself for our fans to just catch you up with who you are and what, oh, what is Kathy Kim all about. You have one uh. minute. But you can hurt. say anything. You can say anything you want, but you have to use the whole minute. I'm going to use my new, this, this Casio watch that I just bought. It was all like set up to be what kind of Asian I was. but we're Oh, gonna... we're going to get to that too. Oh, okay. We're going to get to that too. Minute to win it. Ready? Okay. I, and I purposely didn't tell you that where I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. I like okay, it. Okay, ready? And begin. Well, on the topic that we just jumped off of, I started off in production and I was working in reality TV story producing for like the last decade or so puppeteering came very late at least for me and like my first day of sesame street i was pregnant with my daughter was like 35 years old and uh and then chiang happened last year and some other opportunities and so now i guess i'm a puppeteer what else do i talk about i'm born bred queens new yorker um uh, i've i've maybe you didn't think i was young because i have gray hairs now because the world is like kind of garbage right now um but otherwise uh gosh um i have a daughter her name is quinn she's six and a half i'm a cancer survivor i am active on instagram but i'm still private because i'm too lazy to set up a public account because my kid's on it and i have no idea what an instagram uh what was it uh, insight is Inside, yeah. And I, I'm very bad at Excel spreadsheets, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's not for me. Uh, and that's a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, man, you crushed it. I love the when you hit the point of panic. Yeah. It's always oh, a, it's exactly it. at everybody 28 seconds. It. You run out of thing, and then everybody always goes, the world's going to shit. Everyone always says it. <laughs> It's always like, oh, you know, so I've been, you know, I've been, I'm a puppeteer. And then, oh, the world is great. And we're all going to die. I think that's that's great. Um, I mean, you know, I, I will. First of all, I'm, I am all about uh, like career change Asians. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I was I was a career change Asian. I was I was fucking in. I wasn't fucking an intern. I was an intern. I was an intern. That's like for a, white old guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was an intern when I was like 30, pretending I was like 25. I was like, ha, 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 yes. I just graduated from, you know? And I, um, you know, also the same thing, like not knowing what you, what I'm doing, et cetera. But uh, I would love to, I mean, you know, you, you start off in, in production. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were, what, what shows were you working on? Well, um, honestly, my first, uh, I wanted to go into children's TV production. Oh, because Sesame okay. Street actually was a big influence on me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're Asian. We don't think like, oh, who can be a puppeteer? Like, yeah, let right, alone an right. actor or comedian. Puppeteer is like yeah. the most niche <laughs> performance. Yeah. Like, at, you know. Um, but somehow that, like I worked at Nickelodeon, Discovery Kids, huge recession, had to find work wherever I could. And I landed in non-scripted TV. So mm. a lot of like food and travel stuff at first. And then a lot of Discovery Channel, like oh. red state dude centric shows, okay. like moonshiners, Alaskan <laughs> Bush people, Diesel Brothers. I had to learn how to, how a diesel engine works. I don't know. So you were like so, out in the field doing all sorts of stuff? I used to be out in the field. And then wow. I realized like it was just easier for me to you know, do post and stay, sure. you yeah. know, home and not have to travel. Um, and I liked it. It's like putting together a puzzle. Yeah. I did some soapy stuff, but mostly like the Discovery Channel kind of docu-series. I did like one season of 90 Day Fiance and Cake Boss and, no you know. No way. Yeah. I love that 90 Day Fiance. It's, I, I've heard things about the production side, which aren't 
are kind of mixed, but I love well, this show. Oh, no. I mean, like, it's the people are, we don't have to do too much. Yeah. Is oh, what I'll really? Say. You just yeah. have to watch it. I mean, yeah. I don't okay. even know if we want to get into sure. that. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, with the Asian people, it's like that second, that, that career shift happens so much for us because, like, our parents were never given blessings yeah. to do something that they did. And it was to protect us, right? Sure. It wasn't to mm -hmm. quash our dreams. It was just, like... We're here. This is not really our country. You got to play by the rules and work twice as yeah, hard. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so then this other side effect happens where I don't know if this happens to you, but it's like, I look at these white kids who like knew a 10, at yeah. eight, made their own puppets, practiced, did shows, and their parents are like, yes, let us buy yes, you scraps puppets, of fabric yes. and set up We're a camera send you to for Italy. you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, you know, they've known what they wanted to do forever. And I see these like 20 year old kids, and I'm like, I'm at the level that they are. And then it's yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that hierarchical thing that happens with Asian people where you're like, you go to this school, you start yeah. off at yeah. this job, and at this age, you should be at this level already. Yeah, totally. And so I, I've had such like an insecurity complex about like, I'm not where I should be right now, mm -hmm. you know? Not that that should matter, because we're here now, you yeah. know? But, you know, it's like something you kind of have to like battle against and, you know, because it shouldn't matter. Right. You know? I, I feel too that it's very, uh, for like creative Asian people, we end up getting into the creative field, but then the most stable version of that. You know what I'm saying? Like getting <laughs> yeah. into production. Yes. Or like, you know, for, for, for me, I was like, oh, I want to be like a writer, but that's not like a real job. So I'll be in advertising yeah. because that's money. There's money in that. And I'm writing, that's you right. know, sure. I'm writing like, uh, a Coke ad right. of, you know, about or penguins. Like UX designer. Exactly. Yes, exactly. UX <laughs> design. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he like, wanted to be an illustrator. Right. right. Yeah, right. that's what he went to school for. Right. And uh, he's he's a UX designer. Yeah. He makes good money there, you know. Totally. And I'm not hating on any of that stuff. No. You know, I may end up being a UX designer. I think maybe <laughs> this comedy thing's not working out and I like drawing boxes. So I think that would be cool. I, that's what I assume UX designers do. I have no <laughs> idea. He's tried to explain it to me so many times and I just nod. Yeah, it's not a lot. Yeah. So, um, so I, I think it makes sense to, you know, like, okay, well, I'm interested in this thing, but I still need to have like every two weeks a paycheck you yeah. know, or something, right? And you just kind of like, you end up in this, um, like tangentially in there and then watching like from that, you're on the inside, but you're all still like, you're outside of the dance circle, but you're in the dance circle. Yeah, you're at you know? the club, yeah. but you're not in you're the dance circle. You're at the club, but you're watching all like the-, the <laughs> You're the, still holding onto your purse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're drinking your, your rum and Coke and you're like, oh, oh I'm gross. not sure if I should put this down, you know? And you're watching like the, the confident white kids you know, going out there and and isn't and that crazy? And like dancing. hearing you guys tell the story about like the white people going up to the front. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's totally. yeah. It's and I've, had, I've had some friends because like 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 you said, Jenny. Like I, I, it's weird because puppeteers obviously are not usually seen. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. And, but uh, because Chiyoung and my story about not having representation as a kid and like mm -hmm. it's like this really beautiful full circle story that it's like a nice feel good story. I feel yeah. like yeah. that's like a good break from the rest of the news right now yeah. and so uh, you know like um i've been weirdly visible for a puppeteer this year and like a friend of mine was like has anybody ever recognized you i'm like first of all why okay maybe mm. but even if they did i don't think they would come up and say hi because they'd probably be like respectful and ah, i don't need to bother yeah them, yeah you know? yeah but, uh, um i so were so you were you switched over to doing this well yeah this was like you know talking about having like a like a regular job um, you know, I was still working in production up to last year. Holy shit. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And so um, the Sesame Street thing, like I, I got into this audition only workshop in 2014 
And then I, I thought, well, that was cool, like yeah. super random. Yeah. But, you know, I got to live my dream for a couple of days and I'll yeah. go back to my regular job. Yeah. And so for the next few seasons from that workshop, there was like maybe 60 of us, I want to say 70. Um, they would pick some of us to come in to do a few days each season to assist, do background stuff, oh, and kind of feel cool. us out, uh, as it turns out. Yeah. And so they focused in on like four of us, four or five of us yeah. to teach us and grow us into possibly the next generation of Muppeteers on Sesame Street. Uh-huh. Um, but again, that was like very sporadic work. I'm a freelancer in post-production anyway. Sure. And so like they would be very understanding if like I had to leave for a day for Sesame Street, of course, with our yeah, blessings, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so with like Chiyoung and some other like jobs that I had last year, my husband who does have like a regular schmegular, not regular schmegular, but he <laughs> right. has a good job. Yeah. And he has like a salaried, you know, um, staff job. Uh, he's like, why don't you just take this year to see, you know, because I've had to turn down some other jobs when I've been course, working and right. I only make that time for Sesame yeah. or something yeah. bigger. Um, and it turns out there is not a lot of work. And I knew this. I knew this going into this. There is not a lot of puppet stuff. I don't mm-hmm. even know. Is there like a puppet Craigslist? <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> you know? like there's like a message groups, but it's also like who, you know, sure. The same people get called to build and staff up and, and you know it's a very small world yeah um but it's it's pretty it's pretty small it's pretty niche i mean you'd be surprised like what random jobs people actually like i have a friend who's working on um uh, some apple tv plus show i guess we're not allowed to talk about yet but it's like a sci-fi show and so he he and his team puppeteered all the robots on it oh, oh wow shit. i had a friend who during um uh, the pandemic uh they weren't al- before there was like vaccines and stuff um, they weren't allowed to have infants on set, and so she RC controlled. Uh, there's a, a baby, like realistic babies, oh. like to just kind of like move around, like you know oh, what I mean. Like shit. Re- there are random right there. Yeah. puppet stuff to be had, but otherwise, like uh, puppet shows, like Sesame yeah. Street, yeah. and right. I got to work on Helpsters on Apple TV Plus, where I, you know I, I refriended Woody Fu, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, who's a friend of yours. Um, we had a lot of comedians on that show, especially yeah, guests, I love Woody. Mm-hmm. and it was amazing. But there's not there's not a ton out there. Yeah. yeah so my... there's like definitely this thing of like, okay, I, if I can't just be a stand up, if I can't just be a puppeteer, how else do I keep this like performance career going? Like, do I do VO? Do I do you know like what what? You have a great you know? voice. I know. I was gonna say your voice is very expressive. Oh, thank like, you. And like just smooth. It is very smooth, oh, and you. I feel you're uh, talking this. I'm going to say that you're articulate in the most least in the least articulate way possible. But you sound like conversational. You just all the words are just spilling out of your mouth. Very uh, simply. I'm a little ADHD. Is I, I, I'm like, no, not in that way. <laughs> I wish I was then because yeah. I'm just like the, for me, there's like words. There's like I would say 10 words that are about to go into my mouth at once. And they all get stuck and then like they all dribble out. Totally. That's how I talk. Oh. But you're just like, yeah, I could, I would definitely listen to you oh, do wow. talk stuff. Well, yeah. Thank you very much. I was listening to like a, another podcast I had done and I'm like, oh, I like start four different thoughts before I go into one. I'm like, and so, okay, well, the thing is, okay, but before that, <laughs> and, then I, and then I'll like go into it. I'm like, do I talk like that all the time? No, it's great. I love right, it. Great. I love it. Um, so, uh, I'm sorry. You, you, you have me. I would love to if you have questions. Well, yeah, I guess my question, because I don't know anything about puppeteering. It's such like a niche thing. It is um, Which I think is very cool. But how did you kind of explain this? Because this is a very specific art form. I thought improv was specific. And so I was trying oh, to explain yeah. that to my family. And it was 
my parents are like, we don't know what that is. For sure. Like, stand-up made more sense to them than improv. Yeah, I can see that. So how did you explain puppeteering to your family? Well, I think, I feel like improv would be the hardest thing to explain. Yeah. Because, like, why would your parents, because you think about, like, working hard, right. practicing and honing a craft, and it's like, you just go up there and make stuff exactly. up, you know? And then they're like, why do you have to practice that? You're making <laughs> exactly. it up. You know what, though? <laughs> it's like, with puppeteering and improv, I feel like it's both those things you have trouble explaining to peers who right. speak English and yeah. grew up here how oh, it yeah. works, no. let alone your immigrant Asian parents. I never yeah. get it when Jenny tells me what she does. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I don't think so. No, no, no. <laughs> no, my parents, like, they knew, I mean, like, listen, like, Sesame Street for me, like, I, I you know, I'm older, mm-hmm. so, like, a PBS was my, that was it. So right. it was Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street were my options, and I was obsessed with those shows. So knowing that I was on the show with credibility and you can see my name credits, like that's all they really cared about. That is about. big time. Okay. Sesame Street really, yeah. feels big time. That yeah. feels legit. But they didn't really care. They didn't okay. really care. Yeah, okay. And so... <laughs> Classic. <laughs> like I tell this story, like when we were... So Chiyoung was um, premiered uh, on her own special. It was like an anti-Asian hate special on mm-hmm. HBO Max like last fall. And, you know, she was like a new character. We... Uh, she was like the star of the Thanksgiving Day parade float on our Sesame Street parade float. And everybody was like, wow, what are your parents? They yeah. must be so proud. And I'm like, they don't know I'm doing this. Uh, like, <laughs> they don't know about Young. And I'm like, what? No, they don't you, care. You, they don't care. Like, you, why? That's, you could technically never tell them because they would never see your, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I wonder if they would be like, oh my God, have you seen this Young person? You know, like they've got this puppy. Uh, Whoever is puppeteering that must be so, uh, you know, must be such a shame to their parents. You know? No, no, like, no. I will tell you what, like, the shift over was when uh, Korean news, like, in Korea. Yeah, you guys know that. Wait, yeah, instant yeah. Glimmer. Mike had that. Yeah, the instant, need to get you on NHK. Glimmer. I know, yeah. how do I get on Japanese news? <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like, uh, they started sending me, like, you know, clips of articles. And honestly, it's like when their friends whose kids, like, actually went to Harvard and became doctors, they started calling and saying, we saw Kathy, this is so Mm, important work. That's cool. That's when they were like, so we have like a a cacao, you know, family text thread. And like, we speak in Konglish, like they write in Hangul and like, you know, me and my brother write mostly in English. And I was like reading it and sometimes I'll have to run it through Google Translate. I'm like, those are two things I've never, I have to (laughs) translate those. And you know what those two things were? I'm proud of you. No. And racism. <laughs> Whoa. Dude. Oh, you don't even so know funny. what that is. It's amazing. I'm, I'm surprised Google Translate knows what proud it, of you is. It, that does, it's like yeah. doesn't compute. Yeah, I don't it does know not compute. It Wait, it's coming from an Asian language. I don't yeah. understand this at all. There's no sense. translation. This must I'm be some Martian of, shit. you know, yeah, exactly. Andrea Kwan and became a, a, law, a lawyer doctor. Yeah, there you go. That makes more sense. <laughs> That's an actual person. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> but. That, that's amazing. Um, so uh, I mean, oh, so how yeah. I explained it, like, well, after like they actually cared right. because like other parents like, like <laughs> you show them pictures and videos like behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. and it really is cool. Like it's honestly what sort of uh, attracted me to it when I was a kid. Again, yeah. never thought that like actual people got to do it for a right. living. Yes, but you see all those like behind the scenes stuff of like Jim Henson and his OG crew. Yeah, and like the the sets, like the bedroom, like Bert and Ernie's like bedroom set is like elevated, Leg, like lifted. four five, right. feet uh-huh. up in the air, and everybody's got their hands over their heads and the little microphones, and it's like whoa, it's, <laughs> it's like a magic trick. It's so cool. And yeah, like, I want to do that. You know, um, and so getting to show them that, I think they realize like, oh, that's really neat, and. 
getting to work with some like famous people and yeah. like you mm -hmm. know my mom knows who Margaret Cho is and she was on an episode of Telpsters and she's like oh wow yeah and it's like it needs it needs outside cred yes. for them to be proud of you they can't just be like oh are you fulfilling your childhood dream right. my darling daughter that's always <laughs> like, the way to you know. win over Asian parents I think is to get their church friends mm -hmm. yes involved. talking about them yeah. get the pastor to shout you out oh forget it <laughs> yo done deal yo pastor yeah. kim just shouted me out <laughs> that's the you're way you're like too legit to quit at that point yeah yes you know that yes. means hey yo that means jesus likes me dude jesus <laughs> oh my God, is cool I didn't with even me think about that yeah. right you gotta get jesus involved jesus is on my side <laughs> jesus on your side yeah. now a word from our sponsor better help one of the crazy things about being a living, breathing human is that we only get one body and one mind. I always say that being alive is like being in a car and watching that car slowly fall apart. But if you get out of it, you die. If you knew you only, if you knew you only would have one car your whole life, you'd probably take care of it pretty well. So why don't we treat our brains the same way? That's where things like BetterHelp Online Therapy come in. What's great about therapy is that it's all about taking time for yourself and an aspect of your health that you might not normally consider. When I'm done therapy, I found it to be a great way to reflect, to acquire skills, to keep myself healthy, and to prioritize myself. What's cool about BetterHelp Online Therapy too is that it's online therapy. So you can do video, phone, or you can do chat only so you don't have to see anyone. It's more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Asian. That's betterhelp.com slash Asian. Whoa, what was Whoa, that? Hey, what crazy. is that sound? It's nice. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers million businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash Asian, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Asian right now. Shopify.com slash Asian. Um, <laughs> we were talking about just like the craft of of it too and 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 jane and i and we were we were so dumb we yeah. didn't realize that the pup like it's kind of like uh you know like darth vader the actor and darth vader the voice are different <laughs> right yes you know what i'm saying yes. which kind of like makes sense you know like oh okay i guess they just add in post it makes sense mm -hmm. and so we were like oh maybe the puppet <laughs> sometimes i was like it's the number one question people there's ask a, there's really? a voice there's the, the it's you're all one it's all one thing and yeah, you're like it's inhabiting almost this thing. always that Whoa. i mean wow. i know for they they did a remake of um jim henson's dark crystal over in the uk and uh, i think they tried they're like i don't know people are going to care about a puppet show so they brought in all these celebrities to voice over it but um no typically it's right. especially at sesame street back in the day it used to be a new show i mean 
there were like hundreds of episodes a, a year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's not the case anymore, sadly now, but um, so it was breakneck. Yeah. And so it's just got to be married. You got to do it right then yeah, and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes more sense. It's like it, it gives room for improv right. and, and sort of like, you know, characteristic ticks. Um, yeah, if sure. you're in total control and in sync with the with the puppet at the same time, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's it's all um, we're all voice actors, we're all physical actors, you know. Um, did you do so? I mean, like you kind of mentioned it before. I mean, you did improv too. Did you do stand up too? You do like all these other like creative things. No, also, I and like... I never saw myself as a performative person, and my parents definitely never let me. You know, yeah. like performance meant like okay, you can take the the violin, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, something yes. like that. <laughs> But um, no, it was my my white husband who was doing UCB improv yeah, in his late twenties, late twenties, yeah. yeah. early thirties, right? Um, uh, you know, I, I say that because I've told this story so many times, and he's like, I'm like, it's so clear that I'm like your white husband because you keep talking about like, like you know, a UCB improv. But he was doing a lot of that. And uh, he saw a class that was like uh, this. This puppeteer um, was teaching puppetry for improv comedy oh, improv. Shit. oh okay and he's like you like puppet stuff and i do improv like it's a class we can take together oh that's and nice. that's how it all started it was just the teacher um you know uh, i think saw some talent in me so he would take me on gigs and it was that was it like i did my regular job and every once in a while if somebody had like a little pilot video or something to do and i can help out it was like this is really fun thing. yeah wow. that's um, crazy because i feel like and, and again i was talking about how nice your voice is and just <laughs> just your presence you. yeah and i mean this in the best possible way you have a comedy vibe but in a but like in a you know you're very expressive yeah? mm-hmm. and Ooh. i don't know i feel like maybe you know there's a there's a lot of times where um you know the other day actually at the show somebody was like oh you guys are so talented me and jenny and I'm like, I have no talent. It's all, it's all, it's all <laughs> like pure, like over and over and over and over again, right? But I feel like, you know, if you, if I didn't know you, you know, I'd be like, wow, this person is very, like, she's got like charisma, real charisma. Yeah, yeah. why thank you. And then like, That's so, but nice. you know, it's so, like now in like retrospect, it's like, okay, yes, it makes, you know, oh, of course, you know, you're a puppeteer, but you easily could have just, you know, just done production and, and, and that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, I, I always wonder if there's people who, who like you who have like just something like a, whatever you want to call it, charisma, whatever. But they just can't use they don't use it. They don't pursue mm. that. They don't like showcase that. You know what I'm saying? It's tricky. I mean, like, you know, what is talent anyway? Like, yeah. I, I don't you know, um, this year has been such a year for growth for me. I like I. I Again, like I just did like little things. We did like puppet improv. Like we had like yeah. a improv troupe where we performed with puppets. Oh, that's that's cool. And like, um, you know. Explain that to your parents. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> really double, no, you double layers. You just yeah. don't. Yeah. You, that's like you would never get rid of that shame for the rest of your life. <laughs> and so, no, like, um, I, I don't know. Like I, you get plopped into sets. Like this is what happened to me at least. Like everybody from that improv class, they they were the ones who um, applied for that Sesame Workshop. Uh-huh. Mm. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that because it'll break my heart if I don't get in. Totally. Yeah. And then literally the night before the deadline, I was like, oh, if any of them get in, yeah. I'm going to regret it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll just do, do it. it. So I sent it in and I, I was the one who got in. That's awesome. But then from there, it's like you literally get plopped in the middle of like the best puppeteers of right. this style in the world. And you're like, I am garbage at this. Wow. You know? And so since then, it's been just like this trying to fight against the imposter syndrome of, of of being there and like real like really truly thinking they're gonna wake up and realize they made a mistake with me at any moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But last year I feel like there was like a big um 
shift for me, like growth wise, where I, I realized I did. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, I did like this um, walk around costume for Aquafina's Nora from Queens uh -huh. show. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw the credit. Ah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I'm in like this hidden in this costume and nobody could see me and I don't get playback. I'm not. I, it, unlike regular puppetry where we're looking at a monitor and oh, like monitoring yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly how we look, I couldn't see couldn't anything. See wow. I thought that they were originally going to dub my voiceover, but they ended up keeping it. Oh, wow. Oh. And it just felt like this very freeing thing. Yeah. Like, I don't have to think about how good I am at this. Like, I'm just going to imbue this like, like this like yeah, really yeah, aggro yeah, yeah. male, disgusting character. And also we shot it the week of the Atlanta shootings, like the oh. businesses. And it felt like a really perfect opportunity to just like yeah. flip the middle yeah. finger to people who are like, oh, women, like Asian women are so soft and right. subservient and sexual and sensual. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that was like a click to me of like, oh, nothing I have to do is perfect. Yeah. I just have to be in the moment and, and try to figure out what my thing is that I bring to the table. And honestly, like, again, with the Sesame Street people, some of the best technicians, some of the best manipulators, some of the strongest like improvisers, character actors. And I'm like, what the hell do I bring, you know? Yeah. And honestly, some of these talents, like you talk about stand up or whatever, like it's not, you know, sometimes they're not totally quantifiable talents. Like yeah. sometimes it's just for me, honestly, mm -hmm. I feel like one of my best gifts, both in production and story producing and just as like a puppeteer, is just being a team player who gets it yep. mm -hmm. and can catch the vibe and be like, I get it. Yep. Yeah. You know, like know how to be on set, know how to take a direction. You know what I mean? Like take take communication and give it back and be like, I know how to deliver this message that you're trying. Whether it's like, here's here's how funny versus how serious this scene yep. in 90 yeah. Day Fiance is supposed to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> here's the script where we're delivering like curriculum, but it's also right. got to be funny. You know, it's a, and so that's I don't feel like that is like a talent that has like a word in and of itself. Yeah. But I feel like that's a thing that I bring to every job that I've ever had is like, I could be your friend, I can understand what you want and I will help you get there, you know? Yeah. And so, I don't know, like, I think it's unfair to say that you don't have any talents because clearly you have this very popular podcast that like I told like a few people that I was doing, oh my God, I love those guys, you know, like. So don't sell yourself short on that. <laughs> no, you're I don't have any podcasts. No, no. You're, <laughs> you're funny, do you're that. driven. And you're still working and you're still doing and people responsive to what you say. Like that's, you know, there's no one word for that, but there doesn't need to be, you know, it's like, it's a thing of like, I went to an Ivy League school, therefore I am, you know, smart. Like yeah. I am a doctor, right. therefore I am smart. But I all see. of us are trying to figure out what the hell we're doing, True. you know, and it doesn't give any less value to what we're trying to do, you know, what, yeah. what our expression is. That's amazing. You know? yeah. That's amazing. There's I... some stupid doctors out there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Dude, do I, you, you know how many doctors I saw like when I was. And yeah. you know what? Here's the thing about doctors. Because like, again, going back to. So I'm a breast cancer survivor. I'm like four years out. And like, so I went to hospitals all the GD time. Like, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Um, there's not a lot of doctors who have a sense of humor, I've noticed. And when it's you very find serious. one, They're very serious. Yeah. when you find one, you're like, wow, they have such great bedside manner. And you realize like it's because the 99 other percent of doctors you've ever seen are just like, huh? huh? Like they yeah. don't, right. they don't. Get, it definitely is something. Yeah. I think that is something, you know, you. Uh, uh, Sorry to doctors out there. I'm sure there are funny <laughs> ones out there, but just, you know, from it's just my personal there's, a lot of you. there's like one funny doctor. <laughs> yeah, there's and not enough on TikTok, of you. I and think we're just there's that one guy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there are some 
funny doctors on TikTok. He's an ophthalmologist. So is he really a doctor? You know, so that's <laughs> they like. They make so much money. Uh, that's though. true. That's true. So, we should have yeah. done that. That's a, that. No, I'm not smart yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not You're smart enough. Ophthalmology. No, no. It's, no, no I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not books. I'm not a book smart. <laughs> This summer, give yourself a boost of confidence. COVID is still present, and we should continue to do our part to slow the spread and keep not only ourselves, but others healthy. The CDC recommends vaccines for everyone six months and older. COVID vaccines for those 12 and under are given in a lower, smaller dose for younger children. So go ahead and enjoy your summer. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Hashtag we can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Okay, guys, I don't want you to freak out. I don't want you to get all fixated on this, but think about how dirty your butthole is right now. Yes, I said it. When's the last time you washed it after pooping? Never? You just use toilet paper? That makes it even worse. It's time you started washing your tush with the Hello Tushy bidet. I got one a long time ago. It was an anniversary gift. I love it. I tell you, I feel like that fancy French guy meme. You know the one I'm talking about. It's so cleansing. It's so nice. The Hello Tushy bidet attachment washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. Simply spray and pat dry. And it attaches to your existing toilet. Even someone with a sociology degree like me can install it. All right. Uh, we want all of our listeners to have clean bumps. Visit hellotushy.com slash A-N-A to get 10% off plus free shipping right now. Go do it. That's hellotushy.com slash A-N-A for 10% off. Okay, so I was stalking your IMDb. Okay. And I saw that you were, you were on two episodes of Saturday Night Live. I was! And I want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. let's talk How about it. How was the experience? What, what did you do? How does that happen? Okay, so my friends... Um, at Monkey Boys production, they build a lot. Anytime you see a puppet on SNL, it's mm-hmm. usually them who builds it, like in the last hour. Oh, wow, okay. And I met them through, you know, small world of puppets. And um, literally, it was like the day before my daughter's birthday. And my friend Mark calls me up, uh, Mark Petrosino of Monkey Boys, and he's like, so they just wrote a joke where, um, what's his name again? Uh... Oh, gosh, he has the same name. Stephen Miller, <laughs> the immigration guy from, oh, from yeah, Trump's yeah, yeah. Uh, cabinet. Evil, evil, evil dude. Oh, for sure. And so they wrote a last minute bit where a snake would come up from a coffee table. They're like, oh, Stephen Miller, you made it to the oh, meeting. <laughs> and Mark Petrosino is a big barrel chested guy. And uh-huh. he's like, I can't even lie down flat and fit under this coffee table. Are you available? <gasps> yeah. And I said, um, no, it's my daughter's birthday. I gotta make cupcakes. I'm sorry. And I hang up the phone. And my husband's like, What was that? And I'm like, Aww. Oh, Mark wanted to see if I could do SNL. And he's like, Oh, really? It's like Phoebe Waller Bridges and it's Taylor Swift. You sure you don't want to go? <laughs> I'm like, No, no, not go to do puppets. He's like, You get on right. the phone right now. Are you crazy? Yeah. Of course. I'm like, I have to make pu- well, buy cupcakes, you know? <laughs> and so, um, it was chaos. Yeah. It's chaos. Like, sure. um, my friend James Whitehall is like this incredibly fast puppet builder. He's got like three different puppet choices and none of them are puppets. One is like a stuffed animal. One's like one of those like <laughs> flappy toys that you get at a zoo that like you pull uh-huh. a handle yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. you know, and like the, the director comes over and he's like, he looks like, you know, Steve Jobs and like a bur- like a black turtleneck <laughs> and glasses, like very severe looking. And he's going in like it looked like a movie scene. He's like, yes, no, I don't understand that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. it's like minutes till rehearsal. Right. And so my friend is like, cut off the plush uh, body of the snake and put it around the toy. And he's like literally painting it. And I'm rushed into the 
the dress rehearsal. Uh-huh. I don't know the script. I was gonna say, oh yeah, you, you like just showed up. It just showed up, and so then they're like, "Well, where are you gonna want your arm? Because we're gonna drill a hole through it right now on the table." <sighs> I'm like, "Well, if it's a puppet like this, right? Then I guess here, and they drill a hole. Yeah. Then they give me the puppet, but it's a long stick. It's right. not a solid yeah, yeah, puppet. Yeah. So I have to lay down on my back and somehow get like a stiff, straight, giant stick to come up." Yeah. At the right time. I, yeah. Again, don't know what the script is. I'm just like waiting for someone to say, ah, Stephen Miller. I'm like, I guess I. And so I keep like trying to practice. They're like, no, 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 don't give the don't give the joke away. I'm like, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. What are you talking I, about? I cannot, yeah. yeah. The first, and so anyway, we tried it once, like without the puppet at, during dress rehearsal. And then we have a wet paint still drying on this like janky ass puppet uh, during rehearsal, uh-huh. which is taped in front of a live right. audience yeah. right, before right. they cut down the jokes for the actual <laughs> taping. Mm hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. And so they're like, uh, literally the lo- the first time I like saw what it looked like on camera was in front of a live audience. Oh my God. With like wow. everybody around me. It was, um, what's that guy's name? From, um, uh, Matthew Broderick was oh, in yeah. as, oh, I forget who he played, but Beck Bennett was like right at my, you know, was at his feet. And he's right. like, are you going to be down there the whole time? I'm like, yes, Mr. Yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Um, but yeah, it was chaos. And then it's like, as soon as, Live from New York, because it was a cold open. Live from New York is Saturday night. Just dozens of people come, descend on the set, and like pieces of it just go off. And it is like the most incredibly well orchestrated dance. And like, I'm like, do I move now? Do I move? And my friend Mark had to like lead me through it. Like it looked, it felt like a, like a POV of like a, like a war. Yeah. Happening where it's like, like. Things happen. Walls things... are passing by, and like props are going, and like people are running, and like wardrobe people are. You just have to like weave your way back to like wow. a safe zone where you're not in anybody's way because yeah. it was so fast. And then the second time, what did I do? Oh, <laughs> the second time was um, it was with uh, Keegan Michael Key. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he was. It was like this parody of the Muppet Show. I don't uh-huh. know if you remember this. He's like, hey. Cormit, did he call him Cormit? Kramer. Uh huh. So, so um, him and uh, what's that guy's name? The guy who's been on for like forever. Keenan. Uh, Keenan. Yeah, Keenan. So Keenan and Keenan were playing like security guards at the theater where Waldorf. That, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, remember this guy? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we're you know um, heckling, and so yeah. they're like, hey, you know, what did I tell you? Uh, so I was supposed to be a chicken that pops up, and it just hard cuts to like a chicken to be random and funny, but then the bit got cut. Oh. And so like between rehearsal and the taping, so I got to write hand for Ker- fake Kermit. Oh, okay. Oh. And so that was that, but it was really great. That's so cool. So, so I mean, you know, you, 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 did, you did that and it's like, that, that's just like a one day thing and you gotta go back to making cupcakes and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what happened. I did, I did that, uh, the Stephen Miller snake and then um, I'm in Queens and so, like from Rock, uh, you know, Rock of what is it? Rockefeller. Yeah, Rockefeller Center. Um, I, I did it. Took the twenty-minute train back home. Yeah. And then I'm watching the rest of the show that I'd seen the dress rehearsal oh, earlier really? that day. And so my husband, he's like, "You were just there." I'm like, Where'd "I you? was just there." Are you just supposed leave? to leave? Yeah. Yeah. You just left. That's yeah. Right. You know, it was yeah. like late, and yeah. I'm like, I don't need to stay. I, I don't think there was really after parties happening because. Right. No, I don't remember why because it was before COVID, but. Uh, yeah, no. So I did my bit. I stayed to watch Taylor it's, Swift, and then I took the the end home. Is it? Is it, then is I was it home. Isn't it it's weird wild. sometimes how like mundane something like that is? It's like you know you can imagine you know like if I were to tell you know Kathy from from several years ago like hey you want to be on SNL you'd be like what 
and now you just like yeah i did the train and then actually I almost i wasn't i was gonna pass because i got some cupcakes in the oven i was and, stupid it was a dumb no, thing to but say I, <laughs> but i feel like sometimes like it's 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 one of those things like uh how was i was kind of talking up top about you know uh you, you know you know what you're doing but then like something like this really cool happens and you just kind of like oh yeah you know that was that was crazy you know what i'm saying and you have to like stop and think about how crazy that was no you know? right. there's been this past year again i'm not a reality show producer i'm just a puppeteer a yeah. very humble puppeteer <laughs> we, we don't you don't do it for the glory or yeah. the fame nor the money trust me yeah and so this past year though especially with chi young like i it's it's been a, it, i don't know how to put into words like what this last year has been because uh, you know it's all of our story right where we're like we grew up and didn't see kids who look like us on tv and now right. it's a different story and I didn't think it was going to be a big deal because there's so much more Asian visibility right now. Mm -hmm. yep. But there's something, I guess there's, you know, there's something to these parents who grew up watching the show being able to show their kids a different world where yeah. we belong. Like a kid with a hyphenated name is friends with Elmo, you know, and it's right. fine. She's American yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. Korean at the mm -hmm. same time. And I guess I, you know, she came together really fast uh, in response to the anti-Asian hate conversation. And so we didn't really have time to think about what the impact would be, but it's been... Um, it's been absolutely overwhelming. Well, um, it's so, hot. yeah, there have been a lot of like, is this my life moments like this right. year? Crazy. A lot. Yeah. And, you know, and everyone's like, you got to capitalize on it. I'm like, I, I just got here. <laughs> yeah. They're like, do you have the pitch? Do you need to meet people? I'm like, no, I just yeah, got yeah, here. Yeah, 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 no. So I'm just trying to take it all in and figure out, you know, do I need to go back to production or what, what's the next move? I have well, no we idea. love it. We we think it's great. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think it would be great if you went back into production, <laughs> but brought the puppet with you. You know, oh, and only talk through the puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. puppet is the one doing it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very Asian American, actually. Yeah, you that's know right. That's yeah. right. Like, oh, yeah, no, no. I, I can totally recut that whole scene for you. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Ji Yun is going to. Yeah. Young Ji. We'll call her Young Ji. Yeah. I don't young know if Young Ji is going to yeah. be cool with that. Young Are you G. cool with that, Young Ji? Yeah. yeah. Young Ji's going to get it. Uh, just go back to UX. I, I just think bring. That's yeah. <laughs> or maybe I just bring like a disappearing Asian mom puppet back. Oh, to, well, that's oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. They yeah, need yeah, yeah, representation yeah. too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Give it up for the. Well, I am an Asian mom, so hey! I guess. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. We, we, well, uh, we we love it. We're uh, we're with our guest, um, and it's it's uh, we're having a lot of fun right now. And we're gonna do uh, voicemails. Let's do it. Is that cool? Yeah. Uh, we're we're uh, we answered voicemails from our fans. We've been getting a fair amount. Uh, we love it. I, mm -hmm. I love hearing them. Um, they're just they're just like little fun like clips of the world that. Uh, that I, I feel you never get to you never you never get to hear about. So um, if you want to get up on these voicemails, number is six four six eight zero nine seven two three one. That's six four six eight zero nine seven two three one. It could be about anything. You can tell us what kind of Asian you were. You can tell us if you can ask us if something is Asian or not Asian. Uh, we just want to hear your voices because it's um, so fun. Mm -hmm. And so here's one that we're we're gonna do. And give me a second while I got it all set up here. Hey, Asian, not Asian podcast, Mick and Jenny. Um, so this week I have been a what the fuck Asian. So I work in film and the show that I work on is a complete dumpster fire. Every single day something ridiculous happens and 
it's just gone past laughable to defeat from all the WTFs that I have had to work through in my brain. Anyways, so while during this dumpster fire, I caught COVID. Hooray. Uh, so, and during this, I am working in a different city for the couple of, pa- couple of last weeks. And the city also happens to be my hometown, which I escaped after high school graduation. And now it feels like I can't escape it because I have to stay here until I am symptom free to get on that plane. So while isolating, I asked my sister to get me a taro flush bubble tea as a pick-me-up. So she delivered that. I got it with some other snacks. I set it on the table, and I'm just kind of looking through the snacks she got me. And I knocked over my taro flush bubble tea, tried to save it as much as I could. There was still a whole bunch of it on the floor. And considering everything that's happened and... With COVID and everything, I said, fuck it. I grabbed that straw and I sucked the slush up from the bigger piles of slush on the floor. The hotel is a newer hotel, so the floor looked pretty clean. Um, Nonetheless, I did not regret my decision. So that is my big what the fuck week. Thank you. Oh Yo. my god, that is heartbreaking. So much going on I in know. this thing. First of all, um, man, Asian people, we be love, we be in production. Let's just say that. <laughs> I know, seriously, we be in production. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then the second thing, I love that she that you know her getting trapped in her hometown with mm. COVID. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a rom com right there. I think a holiday rom com. You, you think know? that she's gonna wow. find the love of her life? Yeah, now? she's like you know. Uh, you know, like uh, Su- Susie was too busy living her life, and then cut, cut to <laughs> shots. Of, yeah, big city. She, you know, she's cut cut to shots of her talking to you know Matthew Broderick. Blah blah blah. Then <laughs> then she's but then love hadn't given up on her. So she she's, she goes back to her hometown. She meets like a heartthrob guy wearing like a like a like a like a Henley and 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 yeah, and then, he chops trees. Exactly. Yeah, he's then, like I'm the local tree chopper. I'm the local tree chopper. And <laughs> yeah. then I and then she gets COVID, and and this this mm. fall. Uh, the new wave. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a name <laughs> for this the thing. The next variant? Love. Oh! <laughs> get infected. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyway, so, but then also she's drinking <laughs> boba off of the ground. You know, I got, I respect that. I, I do, do too, I respect honestly. that. I, like, oh, my God. When leading up to it, because, like, I, I mean, I've been on What the Fuck productions as well oh yeah. yeah maybe maybe we end up there because like we have a high tolerance for like abuse or something like oh, that shit. because yeah. there's a lot of thankless work when you're like a producer oh, and like producers don't get overtime but you just like you really care about like making it good and like you know being good for your team but like um oh gosh all of that leading up to the spill yeah. the spill broke my heart that like sucks. i would just start crying that that's what i thought it was you going know? yeah but that she took her destiny and her big bubble tea straw in her own hands. And she's like, you know what? Screw it. Like, this is what I need right now. And I don't care how it's delivered. Like, I'm going to go for this. I I really respect her for doing it. Resilient. I think it's a production move. It's a very production move to solve the problem. Just Mm, be like, hey, mm -hmm. listen, we just spilled all this boba on the ground. What are we going to do? We're going to drink it. Grab the straw and let's get it done. Yeah, Ugh. I think it's great. I would have put on Joji's "Glimpse of Us," that new <laughs> song that's so sad. If I if I was in her position, and I dropped the boba. I would literally be like, "Nope, 
put on Joji's glimpse of us, lie down horizontal on whatever surface is closest to me, and just start sobbing. <laughs> <I just cried. laughs> Absolutely give up. It's such a woe is me moment. Yeah, it was like clear totally. such a woe. It's like her one yeah. glimmer her of one joy thing. and hope and connection to her family. I, I was just oh god. I don't know where this person is from. You know how big this hometown is. That but factors in. I would like to know. Yeah. What That's the another thing is. too. I I because I, I feel sometimes it's hard to get boba. You know, I think <laughs> mm. depending on where yeah. you're, if you're from. outside of like a big city, yeah, if you're out of, out of a big city, yeah, it can be hard. Even in New York City, if you're not like in Chinatown, mm, right? Yeah, you go, and or Queens, right? Totally. It's not like a Starbucks. You know yeah. yeah, it's not like in the Upper West Side. They're gonna have like really mm, good, good boba point. there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They're gonna have good bagels and stuff. But like, <laughs> you know, so like maybe she, you know, they they had to they, she had to like import this shit. You know, across state lines or something maybe. in order to get it. You yeah. know, this is some like expensive yeah. shit. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I don't wow. know. Ah, I think um, that's that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry for the terrible week, but also I think that sometimes everything just falls apart, but then you're going to come out of it stronger. I think so, it, too. Yeah, it is true. And I, you know, despite you having a terrible, terrible week, and I hope that the COVID's not too bad and, you know, yeah. like I hope the vaccine's doing its thing. But, you know, I think it's a good sign that you took your you know, your week, your crappy week into your own hands yes. with that with that slurping of the boba. I think instead of looking at it as a low point, I think that's where you see like the week turning around because it's, you Whoa. know, yeah. you're you're in, you controlled that moment. Yeah, 100%. You took that moment and decided I'm not gonna lay down and cry like me and Jenny would. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to eke whatever joy I can yeah. out of this. I also want everyone to remind everyone that when you are at your lowest Give us a voicemail, okay? Six four six eight zero nine seven two three one. We live for shit like yes. this, okay? Oh Incredible way to wrap that up. I was gonna say, and you can also tweet about it. So that was my first thought. If something horrible happens to me, I'm like, I'm gonna sob, and then I will tweet about That's it. That's hilarious. See, this is where I'm not a comedian mind because in my mind, I'm like, is this turning like weirdly positive? Like, Nowhere. Yeah, we're is jealous. Yeah. Like, we're jealous of that material you just oh got my God, by slurping up that boba. You're so oh, lucky man. that this horrible thing, thing happened, happened to yeah, you. Exactly. Oh, I wish I was trapped in a hotel room. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, again, we're with our guest, Kat, Kathy Kim uh, of of Sesame Street. But uh, you, I, I don't know. I'm, I feel I'm going to see you in all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but I hope so. I think uh, I think so. You you, you just you, you got it, kid. I would like to work more. You know. Would you nice. want to do? You would you want to do other? You know, out, like over the table stuff. Because oh, over like the table with stuff. my actual human fleshy body. <laughs> with, your human, with your fleshy body. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Why not? How about like voice acting? You're, I would do voice acting. But I think you would be great. I think at that. you'd be really good at that. I think so I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a try. But uh, you know, fleshy, fleshy, fleshy. acting. It sounds. Mm. That's tough. What? It's tough. You're it's doing tough. it right now. Fleshy We're, acting's tough. tough. I know, like, way, way cuter, more talented actors who are. You know, it's tough out there, man. It is. It is tough, but yeah. you know, don't. I, I, you gave me a pep talk. I gave you a pep oh, talk. That's good. That's okay. Good. You give you me know? pep talk. I give you pep talk. Yeah, yeah. my friend, sit down. I give you. I give pep talk very cheap. Okay. <laughs> you. You have what it takes, kid. You know, like yeah. I think you. I don't do that. Thanks, Vlad. You know. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Vlad, I'm I'm positive Vlad. Positive you you are Vlad. great. Hey, you are queen. What can I say? Okay, Mike, get that on TikTok ASAP. <laughs> get right. that character up you there. You can be the new Yakov Schmirnov. Do you guys remember him? I oh my god, I, 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 I remember the name. Yeah. It's not like but in Russia, but it's like it's you know, it's like but in Russia, the boba drinks you off the floor. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Just I um I feel I feel uh 
I'm about to be a star. Now, nah, thanks yeah. a lot. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, all right, we're gonna play our uh, one more game, uh, the Asian not Asian game. In this game, uh, we're just gonna list a couple things that we've been talking about on the podcast, oh. and uh, we're gonna talk about if it's Asian mm. or not Asian. Okay. Okay. Let me think here. I haven't. I was supposed to write some of these down. <laughs> you're, so you're just gonna word association I'm, I'm just gonna go back in That's my mind right and use, the, use my memory box oh. and try Does to. Does it have to be stuff from this episode? I guess it would help. Okay. Because that's usually how we play the game. Okay. But it could be something tangential. Um, okay. We'll just get started and maybe we'll think of more stuff. All right. Ready? UX design. Say Asian. Asian. Because, you know. Yep. I, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's like, it's like a, you know, it's like a tech version of being artistic and designy. Yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's like a new, uh, what you call it? Oh, am I the only one answering these? No, no, everyone you, can play. You, have, play. you lead, though. You uh, can start off. Jeez, Louise. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I'm going to say Asian because it's like a, there's money in it. Yes. And there's design, but in, in a tech field. Yes. Mm. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I agree. Yeah. Just say the word tech. Yeah. yeah, to Asian parents. Yeah, Compu ah, cool. computers. My my brother's Years. like, yeah, I work in computers. That's oh. that's how he explains it to them. Perfect ex explanation. That's yeah. a great. W you know, that's always a great thing because everything has to do with computers. Pretty much everything has to do yeah. with computers. So if yeah. your parents ever ask you, I mean, you yeah. know, you got. I mean, hey, you you write on SNL, you have to write on a computer. Yeah, I work in computers, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I have to turn one on every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Okay. okay, I have one. Go, Keenan Thompson. Oh shit. Whoa. Mm. Hmm. I mean, he is he is pretty blacky black. <laughs> but he's, the fact that he's, he's like guy. stuck with and been loyal to one company is a very Asian aspect yes. of Yo. You're so I good agree. at this game. I literally was going to say that. I was mm. like, he has been there for so long yeah. that my parents probably associate <laughs> him with as SNL at Yo. this point. And not Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. I always think about how um first of all, I think that I mean, Keenan is very successful. I think he should be really successful. I agree. He's very, he's so good, he's so talented. He's yeah. clearly a hard worker. And I always think about, of course, I'm I'm not on SNL, but I always think about if I were on SNL, I would try to be on SNL over and over and over again because that is a staple job, right? Yeah. That's like right. And I'm always like surprised when people leave SNL. I'm like, why would you leave SNL? That seems like such a good paycheck, <sighs> you know? So I could I could almost see. I I've always wanted to ask him this. I I don't know if. This is his reasoning, but I'm like, it, w it does seem like a very Asian move to just like be the corporate comedy guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> mm. SNL is probably as as corporate as it's going right. to get. It is, but it's such a, the schedule of it is so brave. That's true. It's really yeah. That's true. And he's established himself, yeah. but it doesn't make it any less hard. Right. Totally. And so that that probably is another Asian aspect of him. And he's like, oh, I'll just do it because this is right. like where I am. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, but maybe he loves it. Maybe no, a, of course. I mean, and he's incredible. Oh, he's, he's incredible. Amazing. Anytime he steps on set, you're just like, ha, huh, you feel comfortable. Yeah. Because yes. sometimes know, you get nervous about some of the yeah. other performers. You're like, this is going to be good. Exactly. Because Keenan be just good. showed up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Reliable. Yeah. But Reliable. that's but like, you know, like I feel. Like a, like a Toyota. Yes. <laughs> Keenan <laughs> is the Toyota Camry of <laughs> SNL. He's a, he, and he's a, he's a good one. He's like, the, he's like the XL edition. You know what I'm saying? Right. With, oh, yeah. Like the leather trim. Totally. Yeah. Super. The expensive, the most expensive version of a Camry. He's not a basic Toyota. He's the best Toyota. No, no, no. No, no, yeah. he's the one that you know your your Asian mom would would approve of uh, the splurge of this one. This yeah. is a splurge, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we're gonna, but it's good. It's mm. it got really good reviews, and it's in, in Car and Driver says <laughs> exactly top pick of 2019. <laughs> so I think that's pretty good. Okay, that's a pretty good. Yeah, do, do you have any? You have any? You wanna you wanna throw one out? Oh, geez, Louise, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I 
don't know. I was like, honestly, I was like expecting to hear more about like BJ's and diarrhea today. Oh. And so I wasn't expecting to like do thinking man stuff about Asian people. Okay. <laughs> We could, we could, we could. No, no, it's okay. Take it's hard right it's turn totally, if that's no, what you want. No, we that's not. Easily I, no, no, that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on it okay. until I can okay. think of something good. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Let me, um, let me see here. Let me see here. There was, uh, let me, I'll just, I, I, I have my fucking outline here. Why not? Why not? I just look through there like a dumbass. Oh, you have an outline. Kind of. Cheat, cheat. Cheat, cheat. We have some. Um, oh, here I have one. Aha. Uh, because I'm looking at like, uh, DJing. A DJ. Mm. Oh, because we got that little setup. Yeah, that's that just word association. Yeah, for sure. I feel. Yeah, that's definitely Asian. I would say that maybe five years ago, I would say it's DJ. Uh, it was Asian. It's yes. become. It feels less Asian now. Oh. Let me try to explain why I have to think about it. <laughs> well, first of all, this is just kind of personal to me. I'm sorry that I'm just taking over now, but no, no. Uh, Please do. I my high school. Within the, my year of graduation and the year above, have two very successful DJs. What? Who? Elenium was in my class. Mm. I don't know if, mm. but yeah. everyone listening, that's an Asian ass artist. Elenium, he's white. Um, Elenium went to my high school, graduating class. I did not know him. He played lacrosse. He was like a bro. Oh, funny. Um, probably I would say hands down the most famous person from my grade. Oh. Um, like he played Coachella, Red Rocks, like really big. Oh my. The second is Zoo. Zoo, um, and he's a year older, and he's Asian. Ah, but I would say five years ago, I like if I went to a show, I'd be like mostly Asian people. Asian people love EDM. Mm. Yes, that's true. Now, and maybe it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's because in Brooklyn, there's so many people who are DJs. Uh huh. It, I and it's not just Asian people. It's like everyone is yeah, a DJ. Yeah, yeah. It, to me, it I mean, feels... I'm a DJ, right? You're a DJ too. <laughs> my We're all my DJs. brother, the UX designer, was a DJ. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> I swear there was like that chart on Twitter that was going around which is like a map of Brooklyn and it's like if you live below this line Uh. south you're a podcaster and if you live north of this line you're a DJ hilarious and I'm just like yeah it's no longer just an Asian thing I'm just like 50% of the population is a DJ DJ. 50% is a podcaster so it's like uh, it's like the whatever the Asian-ness of DJs has been diluted yes okay that's how it feels to me yeah 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 I I buy that Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, okay, well, that's the Asian not Asian game, baby. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah, we couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> so we're just gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it going. But w- w- thank you so much, Kathy, for yes. coming on to oh, the show. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. It was fun. Um, we hope that we see you in tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I likewise. think we will, though. Like, like for honestly, sure. Uh, I think. Get an old. Well, listen. If you don't want to do fleshy body stuff, <laughs> I hope nobody take, yes. cuts that out and puts uses that out of context because it sounds really weird. But that's what we say because like we do have puppeteers uh, at Sesame who also are on Broadway or they act or they do commercials and stuff, and that's what we jokingly refer to fleshy it as. Body. Oh, like fleshy, fleshy body stuff. Yeah, fleshy, yeah. fleshy yeah. acting. Yeah, fleshy yeah. acting. I mean, if you think about it, aren't we all puppeteering our fleshy bodies? That's true. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Wear it to Sesame Street. If you don't want to do fleshy body hero. stuff, I think, hey, you know what? You should you should only do with things that excite you. Mm-hmm. But I would want to say, me and Vlad want to say, you know, <laughs> I, 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 have a lot of, I have a lot of people come through, through here and, and many comedians and most comedians uh, come through here and they're, they're funny people, but I know they had to work at it. <laughs> they had to work at their bedside manner of mm. comedy. Oh. And I feel you got, you know, you got the bedside manner part. 
at least for sure. So I'm a nice person. <laughs> That's what we love. That's what we promote here yes. on the Asian Not Asian podcast. Yes. And diarrhea blowjobs. <laughs> So. No, I, I'm sorry. It was just because, like, when we, when you asked me to come on, I like I was like, oh, I've, I've heard this before. Maybe like listen to what their format is right uh-huh. now. To and I listened to like a few, and I'm like, there's a lot of talk about BJ's and diarrhea. Well, on this let's show. just say since I've joined, not a single conversation oh. about diarrhea blowjobs because I refuse. Ah. <laughs> okay, I'm just great. like, what are your feelings and your biggest fears? That yeah. is your. <laughs> that is your greatest uh, contribution. Is a subtraction of yes. I've never once said flashlight. You haven't. Yeah. Whereas when that Fumi was, was here, that that was when Fumi was here, I swear every episode, flashlights were said like seventeen times. Yeah. How many I, do you I think he him, has? I bought him his first oh, one. Oh lord. Yeah, as a gag gift for Christmas, but um, then I realized that he uses it, and that makes oh, me God. feel. <laughs> yes. See, this is just a taste of where this could have gone. Uh, exactly. Yeah. No. Don't no, worry. I'll no, be on your side. Like, on, no. Let's talk about disapproving yeah. Asian yeah, parents. Yeah. No, let's, uh, let's focus on on, on, on the floor. On, mupping, yeah, on making cupcakes. So yeah. that's I think sweet. Anyway, so uh, where can our fans find uh, you and your work? Uh, so I. I um, I need to set up a public account, but you can friend request my private Instagram. That is, that and is so funny. Is, you're don't so because, wholesome. Listen, you know what you it don't is? Even have, you're it's like, like oh, you can be friends. What am I, I going to set up on a public account? Like, go to Sesame Street or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm like, my holistic brand, if you want to, you know, quote unquote, is like, I'm a mom, I'm a dish, I'm a that. And so I'm like, it's all there already if you want to know who I am. I just don't want everybody yeah. to know who I am. So it's like, if you uh, seem like a cool yeah. Asian person or you're into puppets or maybe you're like all also a mom will watch Sesame Street. I will probably allow it, But if you seem like a bot or you're trying to sell me like <laughs> yeah. Do you want to increase your Instagram right, followers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or one of those people that I, you know. So follow me at uh, K-A-F-O-D-E. It's cathode. It's like a misspelling of cathode ray, which is like the tube that they use for televisions back in the day. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Sorry, that was too much of an <laughs> Very boring. All right. And uh, you can follow uh, me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. And me at Jenny Arimoto. And you can always follow the podcast at Asian Not Asian Pod. And uh, please uh, don't forget, you can always leave us a voicemail. Um, once again, that number. Yeah, I should memorize this number. 646-809-7231. Uh, um, and also, we're going to have our Hack City show. Uh, I mentioned it up top. It's next one's August 12th. Uh, please come by. And tickets are available in the description of this episode. And until then... Um, Drink your boba off the floor. Boom. Bye. Bye. Bye.